Okay, so I will talk about how caffeine has me tweaking on multiple occasions, but today it truly does. I went a day without any coffee or whatever all day yesterday, and I was first of all tired as shit, but then today I was like, okay, I'm just gonna have nitro cold brew again because I'm addicted to it, and I haven't. I'm like off the walls, and I haven't even finished like half of the can. It's those Starbucks ones that you can buy at the store. They are very good, very strong, but definitely a little bit dangerous and like I don't know I'm hooked on them and after not having it I'm definitely like shaking a bit right now but it's fine because I feel like when I'm very caffeinated almost overly caffeinated my podcast episodes are the most iconic Um, Also, I felt very compelled to start this episode off by saying, greetings, loved ones, let's take a journey. And if you know where that's from, it's like, if you know, you know. Um, That's Snoop Dogg's greeting in the song California Girls by Katy Perry. I don't know why I felt so compelled to start this episode off by saying that, but I guess I did. This week's episode, you guys are in for a fun one because last week was more serious and, or not even last week, but the last episode was more serious and I kind of vented slash ranted slash, I don't know, it was a little aggressive, but in a good way. I felt like it was a topic that definitely needed to be addressed. Um, But this week I wanted to keep it a little more lighthearted and the fact that I'm kind of dealing with like moving back to New York stuff and planning and apartment and whatever, I've been in a New York mood, so I'm in the mood to kind of talk about New York, and this I feel like could be definitely a recurring series on the pod. Um, I'm not sure the exact like title this episode will have, but basically I'm going to be talking about like what it's really like to live in New York City, some of my wildest and random memories and advice and I also wrote down in my notes of like, how do I describe this episode? Weird New York City shit that I experienced as a naive 18 year old girl. Um, okay, love that for me. Um, also, I was kind of inspired to do an episode and answer. There's this BuzzFeed article. What did they call it? It came out like, I don't know, a week ago and it's filled with tweets from random people asking questions about New York and it's called 29 questions people have about living in New York that people in New York will find funny and cute and stuff like that and I read through the tweets and they're kind of funny and some of them I feel like I have stories to answer so I'm going to kind of respond to that article in this episode as well while interweaving like random memories but before all that let's get into kind of the life updates. Life has honestly been pretty good for me lately like I was feeling during quarantine I was like okay well this isn't going to be the true hot girl summer I wanted because of you know the global pandemic we're in and also just like the United States being a shit show right now and it has been for a long time but especially right now um so I was like okay we're not gonna get a true hot girl summer but honestly we have like part of this update is the fact that tomorrow I'm actually going blonde I mean blondish we'll see I'll update but yeah so I'm excited about that what other updates so in my last episode I think I said that Um, And if you guys don't already know, I'm transferring to New York University. I used to go to FIT, but now I'm going to NYU. I was originally supposed to go to Paris for my first semester because the program I'm doing, Media, Culture, and Communication, they send a lot of transfer students to Paris for the first semester. But because of the whole coronavirus situation, France isn't issuing U.S. visas, so we can't go to France unless you already have citizenship so they basically gave you options and they're like you could do it remote from home or you could go and do it in new york and but there's no like 
on-campus housing so obviously I decided to go to New York and I was kind of hoping not hoping this would happen but I like you know I applied to New York University so obviously I was thrilled to go to France but I'm just as happy if not happier that I'll be in New York City so yeah about a month a little over a month from now I'm not sure the exact date yet I'm still trying to figure it all out but I will be back living in New York City, which is super exciting. Good pod episodes to come. More stories, more everything. Um, it will definitely be a little bit different because the whole pandemic. I'm not sure how many classes will be online. I know at least like half of them, if not more, will be like online or blended. But I also just got approved and got an apartment last week. So that's super exciting. I don't want to release too many details because, you know, safety reasons. But I will be living in Greenwich Village and I am just like, oh my god. And also the apartment's location is a little bit dangerous in a good way because I'll be super close to where I got um if you guys don't know I have this tattoo on my arm that says girl power and that tattoo shop was like so great so cheap so like amazing and I'll be living super close to it which is kind of dangerous I mean I don't know if tattoo shops are open right now and or if I'd go for a while but I'll be super close to that shop and I have so many other tattoos I want I don't know if I've talked about tattoos on the pod but I, I have two right now, but I really want to get um, opposite the girl power one, like a small butterfly. And then I also want, and this is the tattoo I've wanted for so long, but I've just been too much of a pussy to go get it, is um, like the classic side boob slash like rib, rib tattoo. I really want like lavender, some other like dainty flower, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah, the apartment is super exciting. It's so cute. It's a typical like New York village apartment. It's actually like pretty spacious and updated. Like the kitchen is super modern and I'm so excited. And yeah, so I'm trying to figure out the whole furniture situation and all that jazz. And like I said, still haven't even booked my flight. Not sure the exact day I'm going, but probably around the week of August 15th. So like six or seven weeks from now. But yeah, that's gonna pass pretty fast. So I'm figuring that stuff out. And kind of dealing with that New York stuff and heading back soon inspired me to do this episode and got me in the mood to talk about New York stuff. Um, and I want to do, like, with this episode and other episodes, I really don't want to hold back. Like, I kind of want to talk about juicier stuff because, you know, I'm 20 and I've lived some life and have experiences that are funny and random to talk about. So this episode, like I said, is going to have, like, random moments and funny stories and all that jazz. But I also want to put a nice big, like preface slash disclaimer right now that if you are a friend or a family member and this goes out to you mom you dad i know mom you don't really listen to the pod consistently thanks for that love you too but i know my dad does so maybe tune out of this episode or any other episodes that i preface with with this warning i guess because i don't know how juicy we'll get but there's probably just things that you don't really want to hear i guess so yeah and also that goes for family friends too like if you don't want to hear possible details about like i don't know just like random college things you can imagine then maybe tune this one out (laughs) i mean i honestly really don't care who listens but like i don't know just a little warning okay and then the last random thing i wrote in my update slash notes is so today or before friday i have to take this writing placement test for nyu and basically it's just like if you're a transfer and you have like writing credits you just have to take it to make sure you get credit for the class you took so you don't have to like retake it essentially and first of all I'm trying to caffeinate enough to write this thing coherently because I don't know if anyone else is like this but I feel like my high school did not do like they did not improve my English slash like writing skills at all like I don't think I'm a bad writer obviously but I really like I'm always like just insecure about writing and essays and stuff and my high school didn't really do anything which reminded me I have so many whack-ass stories from my high school that I feel like it could be its own episode like (laughs) 
Cleveland High School in Portland, Oregon. If you know, you know. I'm not afraid to call it out because so much messy stuff. And, like, anyone I talked to were like, okay, that was not a normal high school experience. Like, that was worse than normal. Like, no one likes high school, but my school is just especially a shit show. Like, okay, some fun little facts about my high school. So, if you know the company Nike, obviously, um, the CEO is Phil Knight, and he actually went to my high school. So, our track there is actually built out of recycled Nike shoes. This has nothing to do with the episode, but I just, I don't know. Part of this podcast are my random tangents. So we built the track out of recycled Nike shoes, which reminded me of, like, my freshman PE class was such, um, like, weird times, and, like, I don't know, you know when you hear songs and they take you back to things? Like, in our PE class, people could, um, bring in, like, CDs, uh, to play while we had to run or do other things, and of course Jenna and I made one, um, but, like, just certain songs, like, uh, what's that one song? I don't know if this is the exact name, but the one that's, like, take on me, that one just reminds me of, like, having to run around in the Cleveland High School gym. Not good memories, but also, like, random things about my high school. We were literally on the national news, like, freshman or sophomore year because of our homecoming getting shut down and banned for grinding. Like, other schools in, like, the South or wherever, like, you dress up all nice and homecoming's, like, a natural thing. Like, no, not for us. You'd wear jeans and, like, a raincoat, go to some football game, and our team sucked. So, like, you'd watch our team lose at a football game, and then you'd go walk back to the school because our field wasn't even attached to the school and you'd go walk back in your like rained on clothes into the gym where they'd blast music and the whole thing was like don't go inside the dance circle if you want to like avoid the whole bumping and grinding thing and I feel like every school dance has that but somehow ours got super banned which first of all like there are a lot of problematic stuff that happens at dances like that so I think it got banned for a reason but like we were on the national news and it's like the headline was school dance like grinds to a halt like what the fuck like only cleveland and also another whole thing is there was a whole like because cleveland my school was part of the portland public like school district which so problematic in itself um but there was a whole lead water scandal so a lot of people obviously stay in the portland public school like system all how many years like 10 12 years yeah 12 years and for I don't even know how many years there's been lead, like arsenic, cadmium, like all these different like cancer-causing toxins and heavy metals, I think, in our water. So people have been drinking it for X years, and then eventually, like my sophomore year, they shut off all the water fountains, and to this day, they're still not on, and we had been drinking out of plastic water bottles for years. And apparently the water bottles were from like the school's like, um like shelter underneath the school so the whole like water supply in case of a natural emergency was used i don't even know but yeah and then superintendent resigned because apparently they knew about the lead water and didn't tell anyone and i don't know this is all besides the point but yeah i have so many weird stories from high school so yeah now let's talk about fun new york city stories and i'm not sure if i want to like start with the article and go from there or i just wrote down random notes of stories that i thought like when going through my camera roll so let's start with the article Some of the things, like, I don't know, some of the questions people have that are, like I said before, this article just has tweets of people asking questions about, like, people in New York. Some of them, I feel like, are just kind of irrelevant and not that interesting. Like, one is, this question has long been plaguing me. Do people in New York just eat untoasted bagels? Why? How? Like, that one, I feel like I don't really have anything to say, but I'll go off the ones that I feel like I have a good response to. So, one of them is, uh, how do people in New York handle constantly falling in love with strangers on the subway? Okay. 
So I wouldn't say that you constantly like fall in love with strangers on the subway, but the subway is one of those things that although it has its musty moments, it's super convenient and honestly love and miss it. And it's very easy to romanticize the subway. Like one of my favorite things was riding it and like having music in and like with my AirPods as one does. AirPods in, world out. But riding it with like music in or a podcast, but like even more so with music, like if you play some vibey stuff and you're going on the subway, especially if it's like the fall, I don't know, the fall and the winter in New York hits different. And then you'll see like a good looking guy or whatever you're attracted to. Like you'll just see someone who's very attractive and you'll be like, oh wow, like I'll never know them and I'll never talk to them, but you know, thanks for existing. So I don't know, you don't like fall in love with people on the subway. I know this person is probably being sarcastic, but it's definitely like you romanticize like certain moments on the subway. And the tweet after that says, do people in New York really have rooftop parties? They always look cool on TV. The answer to that is yes, in my opinion. I mean, I wasn't even super into the party scene in New York, but within my first month, when little, like I said, naive 18-year-old Haley wanted to have some fun, um, I went to this one FIT party that was, this was a very FIT thing. They rented out they had these thrift parties and I wasn't super in this scene at all. Like this is the only thing I really went to for it, but they had these thrift parties and they rented out like a storefront on Canal Street for some kid's birthday. And then they had like, it turned into a party kind of thing. But from there, one of my friends I was with um, was like talking to other people and found out that after this, there was gonna be a party on a rooftop on the Lower East Side. And then we went to that and it was cool. I mean, there's like a good view and like, because I feel like for college students in New York, unless you go to Brooklyn, like there's a little bit of this, but like normally people have like house parties at traditional like state schools and stuff, but we don't have that because it's like apartments and clubs and nightlife and like stuff like that. So yeah, there are a lot of rooftop parties and I'd say they're fun, but it depends who you're with. Like if you're with friends and a bunch of people like, or if it's just a better party, I'm sure it's more fun. That one wasn't the best because I didn't really know anyone. It was just kind of like we got there before it really started. So it was a little awkward. Oh, wait, I've been to another rooftop party. Um, another one I've been to is someone I knew from NYU. I met up with like once before and then they invited me to a like the NYU soccer team party. And this was like in, I don't even know, like it was on like Avenue A or something like that, like very far east. And I was the only sober person at that party because this is before I like drank at all. Like I said, naive Haley. Um, and a lot of these like funny experiences happened in my first month of being in New York. But yeah, so I go to this party and I remember like the people, like the soccer team were trying to get people to like Venmo to come up. It was like five or $10, but my friend just like Venmoed for me. And then we went up, I was the only like sober person. We went on the roof. Everyone else was like, I don't know, like it was still fun. And I was hanging out with people and they're all cool. And then it started raining, which was kind of cool. And everyone was just like dancing and like vibing, chatting. And then the cops came and everyone left. So it was, I don't know, it was like, fine and fun and rooftop parties are definitely a thing but i guess it just depends on the party another one is how do people in new york city grocery shop y'all be carrying around all that shit on the train laughing face yes and if it's not on the train it's just you're carrying a lot of crap so like i'd say there and this is just me in general when i go grocery shopping it's honestly rare for me to go and like buy a bunch of stuff and also i'm no, i'm one person when i'm there so i'm not buying for a family it's rare for me to go and buy like a week's worth or like two weeks worth of stuff normally i'll go to the grocery store like multiple times a week if not almost every day or every other day and just get a few things also as a vegan i eat a lot of like perishable stuff like fresh produce so you have to grocery shop more 
so I feel like there I just wouldn't buy a lot but if you do buy a lot and you know me love sweet potatoes and like heavy like grocery items like that and like produce can be heavy if you get a lot of it so you do have to carry it on the train and it's annoying especially if you want to get like I don't know like in the summer when you want to get like sparkling water just any like drinks and you want to get like a bulk thing to stick in your fridge that is a pain in the ass to carry on the train but you just get kind of used to it I guess but yeah you just don't buy a lot like you only get like one or two bags of stuff Okay, someone said, how do people in New York always remember street names when they're just a bunch of fucking numbers? Are they making them up? Um, well, okay. I say New York, I honestly know more of the geography of like... And keep in mind, I'm talking Manhattan here rather than the other boroughs because I haven't... Other than Brooklyn, I don't know the other boroughs super well. But in Manhattan, I honestly know the geography and the street names more than Portland, Oregon. Because the way New York is set up, for the most part, in Manhattan, it's a grid. So like, you have avenues and then you have streets... And I don't know how to explain this, like, because I'm I'm one of those people who talks a lot with my hands, and it's hard to explain, like, via podcast, I guess. But the avenues run... Let me not mess this up. The avenues run vertically, and the streets run horizontally. I could totally be butchering that. But basically, like, it's just, like, numbers. And if you're going, like, east or west, like, you're going up or down the avenues, same with... If you're going like north or south, you're going up and down the streets. So it's just kind of like a grid and it's numbers, so it's easy to remember. The only place where it gets tricky is where like, I guess if you go towards more like downtown Manhattan, like the Fideye or even parts of the village, like it starts to just become street names and it's not a grid anymore. So then it can get a little confusing. But even then, like a lot of your life there is based on travel and the subway. So like, you know, your stops based off the name and you, I don't know, like you just like the geography and like. Or geography is probably the wrong word, but like just the streets and stuff like are such a part of your daily life and routine that you do learn them super fast. Okay, someone said, do people in New York just like never use the restroom when they leave their homes? <laughs> okay, this one is tea. Okay, I'd say no, but part of New York because, okay, in Portland here, normally I'll try to obviously, same with New York, I would try to use the bathroom like before I go somewhere, I guess, but obviously like you never know and and in Portland, you can go, oh, okay, I have to use the bathroom, I'll just drive home or whatever. There, you don't have a car, and normally if you leave, you're kind of out for a while before coming home. So you really just have to know where the public restrooms are that are either, one, free, and you don't have to buy something, two, not musty, three, will they not have a big line? So I talked about this actually in my um, What They Don't Tell You About Living in New York episode that I did a while ago, but honestly, I just had restrooms kind of memorized based on what part of the city I was in. Like, if I was in Chelsea, Chelsea Market has a good bathroom. Or if you're by Times Square, the Marriott over there, if you go up to, like, the seventh floor, I believe, they have nice bathrooms. Or, like, in Soho, there's, like, um, what's it called? Joe and the Juice has a good bathroom. The Starbucks there never had toilet paper. Like, or if you're in Columbus Circle, that Whole Foods has a good bathroom. So you just kind of memorize it. But, like, I would use public restrooms all the time. But you just really have to know because if you don't know... And you try a bunch of places and you're like dying having to go pee or a lot of them will have long lines especially if it's like a touristy time of year so yeah it's definitely harder and more inconsistent but you just kind of have to try to remember and figure it out okay and this is the last like tweet i'll read from this article and respond to but then i'll just go into like my notes and some random stories i decided to talk about um so this one says do people in new york really run into people they know all the time or is that just a movie thing and I'd say it's definitely hit or miss, but you definitely feel like even in a city with so many people, it's a small world because there's two specific instances I can think of where I was like running into people randomly 
Or actually, no, there's three, and this is actually a story I wanted to talk about. Okay. First one, I was with the person that I was dating at the time, and we were in Madison Square Park in the spring, like one of the first spring days, and then we're in the park, and I recognize someone else, and this other person is someone I had, we were never dating, but we had met up, and I'd say, it was weird, it was like one of those things, like, we met up from, like, Tinder, and keep in mind, I still, like, follow this person, and, like, we're friendly, and they're fine, and cool, and I have no issue with them, but, like, we met up, and it was just, like, platonic, and just kind of confusing, but, like, we hung out, honestly, like, I don't know, like, five times, six times, like, we hung out a lot for a while, but it was this guy who's, like, tall, attractive, like, model-y, like, cool guy, but I was with the person I was dating at the time, obviously, I had not thought about this guy in, like, months, like, I hadn't even, the last time I hung out with him was probably, like, six months from that day, and we're in the park, and then I see this guy, and it's just, like, in all of New York City, of course, I would be with the person I'm dating and see someone that I, like, an almost an ex but like we never like did anything um and yeah and then the first time I was dating I was like oh my god like I I I just felt awkward because it was like one of those situations like do you acknowledge them do you not like and then I told the person they got kind of like the person I was with and they were like a little bitter and they were like oh so that's like one of your past like flings and yeah fun times but yeah I had that happen and then once when I was in Chelsea and my mom was visiting, we were walking down the street and then we literally ran into like a family friend. So like that happened. And then the most iconic thing, don't quote me on this 100% because I was also kind of like, I was mentally unwell in this moment. So my judgment maybe wasn't 100%. But once I was having a mental breakdown and in New York, like a lot of times it's honestly socially acceptable to kind of be like, crying in the street and I would have a lot of times where if I was like really breaking down I would put on like sunglasses or whatever airpods in and just have a good cry but one night I was like not doing the best and I was like crying and then I went into Italy in Chelsea if you know what that is it's like an Italian like food place with like restaurants and what else like it's like a marketplace I don't know how to explain it but I went to Italy and I'm like crying in Italy like trying to because I was just walking around crying and then I had to go to the bathroom and also Italy and Chelsea good bathroom um but I went in and then I run into Charlie Puth and like I said don't quote me on this 110% or whatever but like I swear to god it was Charlie Puth and I'm just there like sobbing and I see him and he's with some girl so love that for me it is a small world and you do run into people And those were all the things from the article that I'm going to respond to, but here's some other, like, random stories or moments from New York that I just think, I don't know, New York and everything is just, it is a highly, like, romanticized place, and for good reason, but there's just a lot of funny things that happen, and, like, random moments that wouldn't happen anywhere else. So I was such an explorer, like, I would take the subway all the time, even if it was by myself, and just explore all parts of the city, especially when I first got there. So I would be like, I don't know, I just had a lot of random moments or funny things that happened. Um, other mo- things that stick out to me, the High Line. The High Line was the spot for me freshman year because FIT, I lived on campus in the dorms. FIT was in Chelsea, the High Line's in Chelsea by like Chelsea Market. If you don't know what the High Line is, look it up. It's amazing. You should definitely go if you visit New York. It's this like, it used to be an above ground train track and then they kind of redid it and it's an urban walkway with like plants and lights and I don't know, it's super nice, and it goes, and it runs from, like, I don't know, I want to say, hmm, I really don't want to be wrong with this, I want to say, like, 14th Street or 18th Street up until, like, 34th, and it runs on, like, 9th or 10th Avenue, I think, 
but yeah so it runs like a while and it's just like a walkway and i would walk there all the time just for fun or with friends or also like i would sometimes get groceries from chelsea market and i would just take the high line there because it's above the street level so it's like more convenient and it's pretty and at night they turn on these lights and it's super pretty but it was also the spot if i ever was like on a date i would always suggest like oh let's go walk the high line and like definitely that is a romanticized spot like i remember this one time i was like on this date and we went and we like walked on the high line and then we like sat on a bench and we started like making up and then it was like nighttime so the lights were on and it was it was very romantic then it started raining and i was like wow this feels like a movie moment right now so i don't know the high line was kind of an iconic spot for me another iconic moment i don't know if i've talked about on the pod um so in the winter of like 2018 or slash like january 2019 i had like free time because i stayed in new york um in the dorms for like part of winter break and and even before winter break started like if i didn't have class i wake up super early so i wake up i'm talking like six or seven every day if not earlier and i would be up but i wouldn't have anything to do and i would be bored and i had an unlimited metro card so i would be tired too that's my thing i have so many sleep issues but like i'd wake up tired like i'm not like ready to take on the day but i wouldn't want to just like sit in the dorm so i'd get up and i'd be like okay i have the unlimited metro card i'll just take like the train and by fit my favorite train was the one train so i got into taking it downtown and i would take it from like 28th street um to the world trade center and i would just like listen to music or a podcast i would just like fall asleep like and then i'd wake up at the world trade center and definitely not my smartest moment but i was like aware enough like i was half asleep half awake i don't know another random thing i did in new york also i wrote this funny note these are so random but when i think of like my i guess this sets the scene for you when i think of my freshman year slash fall 2018 like naive Haley self here are some traits i think of also let me preface this with before going to new york my high school like don't mean to trash on everyone there and i'm not talking like people in general but just the dating scene like anyone you talk to like like okay my high school all the girls super gorgeous super nice whatever but the guys were not it like there was not a lot to work with so before i went to high or before i went to college i didn't even have my first kiss so then when i got to new york i was an eager gal you know like i felt like oh i'm in college i'm in new york whatever so within a week i had my first kiss and like let's just say after that like that first month i was like naive and i was like on kind of like a high i guess like from oh like so this is what it's like to like hook up with people whatever and like after welcome week like i guess i made up for lost time and i definitely got wildly sick the second week after welcome week in new york because yeah i popped off we can talk more about that in a different episode but when i think of my naive freshman year self i think of wearing sunglasses my hair being dyed dark me wearing a lot of makeup like pink eyeshadow not like cheesy pink eyeshadow but like pink eyeshadow red lipstick and tube tops that was literally the like summer of tube tops and high-waisted like light wash jeans which i would still wear now but like it was my thing back then um yeah so my freshman year self was quite the gal and okay the last story i have that i wanted to include in this episode kind of ended off in like a full circle moment because i'll be going to nyu so in the fall there'd be a lot of nights like where you'd finish stuff and this was before like homework was like too wild and also i told you guys i get up early so my thing would be i would wake up at like 6 a.m and then just like because all my roommates and all my friends would be sleeping also love the background noise okay but all my roommates and friends would be sleeping so i would just like between like 6 and 8 a.m before i ate breakfast i would just do all my homework then or all my readings like then throughout the week so i would have the nighttime free which honestly was iconic and smart of me which i 
should definitely do when I get back and I have homework again. So in the nighttime, especially like Fridays and just weekends, I would we would always be like looking for a move, I guess, because we wanted to like take advantage of the city, you know, and everything like that. So one time I was with a friend and if you're listening, I don't know if you are, but you know who you are, love and miss you. Can't wait to see you when I get back. But one time we wanted to get out. We were watching Snapchat stories all night and everyone was at like Washington Square Park and there, I don't know what was going on, but like people were there hanging out, whatever. We wanted to like get out, whatever. And so we decided at midnight to walk to Washington Square Park. Keep in mind, this was like an hour long walk. Then we pull up there and it's like one in the morning basically. And the park is shut down. There's like a cop car blocking it off. Nothing went down, but I think they were just like shutting it down for the night. And there was literally nothing to do, but we were like, okay, like we wanted to do something. Like we were looking for a move. And then we just like walked around for like 10 minutes, I want to say, like around the park, looking at different groups of people and like trying to make eye contact with like guys and like what I even write on my notes. Like, yeah, we just walked around looking for people to talk to. And eventually we were like, okay, like what can we do? Like we walked all the way here. So eventually I decided to like message this random guy I knew from Tinder. And he had, this was an interesting guy. I kind of forgot about, like, blacked out this memory before I was writing this. So this guy I had hung out with, like, once, like, a week before at Union Square. We just, like, met up in the evening, like, probably, like, 8 p.m. or something. It wasn't that deep. Like, we met up in Union Square Park. We just, like, walked and talked for, like, 30 minutes. And he was, like, nice, but it was definitely one of those things I was like, okay, I'm never going to talk to you again. Because he was nice, but he was very stoned and... He actually, like, he was from, like, California or something, and he had some friend that produced, like, a Post Malone song. I don't know, weird times, but he was, like, in the music industry. I don't know. He was fine, but I decided to hit him up because I knew he said he was, like, staying at an Airbnb, like, by Washington Square Park. So this is, like, one in the morning, and then I hit him up, and he's like, oh, yeah, you guys should come over. And then, so we go to his, like, Airbnb, which was, like, an apartment, which was, like, fine. And he was, like, I think he was still super high. Like, he was definitely a big stoner. And we came over, and we chatted with him, and he was just, like, playing Fortnite. And it was, like, the most awkward thing. Like, we were just sitting there talking to him, and he's, like, playing Fortnite, not really paying attention. And I think we left after, like, 20 or 30 minutes and just Ubered back. But, yeah, that was the very underwhelming night and experience. But, like, you meet so random people like or, or people with so many connections like it's definitely a place for networking and like i don't know you meet cool and interesting people but yeah that was another random new york story i guess but yeah i don't know this episode was kind of like all over the place but it's fun to talk about new york reminisce on my memories i can definitely make it more structured next time but yeah i hope you guys enjoyed this episode before i go i'm gonna do the weekly affirmations as per usual so yeah you can listen take them in or repeat with me Today I let go of self-criticism. Today I let go of self-criticism. Today I let go of self-criticism. I am radiant. I am radiant. I am radiant. My thoughts and opinions are valuable. My thoughts and opinions are valuable. My thoughts and opinions are valuable. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Haley Nimick and the podcast at Overthinking Hour Podcast. I love you all so much. You are all so strong and so beautiful, and I will talk to you next time.